0: This is our second session now on Colossians 1 28 to 29. Whom? Let's go back and review so we know exactly what we're talking about here from the preceding paragraph. I became a minister, Paul says, of which? That is, of the church, of the body of Christ. I became a minister of the body of Christ according to a stewardship, that is a a household plan from God. So God has a household plan, Paul is made the steward or the manager of that plan in his calling, and that plan is that he would be a part of fulfilling the Word of God. And what's at the heart of the Word of God? A mystery, hidden for ages, generations, but now revealed to his saints, to whom God chose to make known what is the wealth of the glory of this mystery among you, namely, Christ in you, Christ, Messiah, Jewish Messiah in you, Gentiles. This is the great mystery hidden for so many centuries that all those pagan, uncircumcised nations out there are going to one day be Inhabited by Christ, the Messiah, in them, and they are going to share in the hope of glory along with Israel, and there will be one great redeemed people of God. That's the mystery. Paul is now the minister of that mystery. And now, whom that Messiah in those Gentiles, leading to that glory, we proclaim. We looked at this last time, warning everyone, teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ for the sake of the enjoyment of that glory. Now, I said last time that it doesn't just take wisdom for this warning and this teaching to be fruitful in producing mature people ready for Christ. It also takes power. So let's now look at verse 29. For this I toil, all this warning, all this teaching, with this wisdom to present everyone mature. For this I toil, struggling according to his working, who is Christ's, according to Christ's working, that he works, the working that he works in me by power. Oh God, grant, I pray that we would understand how Paul and how we should toil and struggle in accord with your working in us by power. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Toil. That word, kapia'o, that word, and this word, struggle, agonizomai, referred to a laborer, a manual laborer, and an athlete or a soldier. So here is the word, kapiomen, we labor, working with our hands, in 1 Corinthians four twelve. So labor puts the focus on pushing through weariness from morning till night, a hardworking manual laborer and struggling, agonizo, you can hear the word agonize. Here's that word. Every athlete, the one who agonizes, the one who struggles, the one who fights, called an athlete, exercises self-control in all things, they do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So the point is, Paul uses two words, a toiling word for the weariness of the manual labor that he's willing to endure, and a a fighting word, a wrestling word, a running word, like an athlete or a soldier, that he is willing to deny himself whatever it takes to be a victor. So, both of those are the way he goes about warning and teaching. He toils, I toil, I struggle. But here's the here's the key that we have to unlock or use to unlock this text. According to, he does it, he toils and he struggles, not in any old way. You might think, wow, that's a lot of self-reliance, Paul. That's a lot of Paul involved in this spiritual work. Well, be careful, because he says, yes, I toil, yes, I struggle, but I do it according to his working that he works in me by power. So, picture that here in 1 Corinthians 15. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain, but on the contrary, I labored. There's that word again. I labored. I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I. Now that's the key. Not I, but the grace of God that was with me, so that when he says, I toil according to his working, I'm toiling, but in a sense, It's not I who's toiling. He's toiling in and through me. Look at it in Philippians 2. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work it out. Work it out. For God is the one. It is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So, that word right there, from which we get energy, God is working in you, is this word here. He works in me. He is working. And He works in me by power. So, twice we've seen that in Paul's mind, when he's toiling, morning till night, when he's struggling with much self denial and wrestling and fighting. For the sake of this proclamation and warning and teaching to present them mature in Christ, he's doing it in the strength of another. He knows that his toil is according to Christ's working, that he works in Paul. His struggling and his toiling are done in him by Christ. Now the question is how do you? How do you do that? How do you practically toil and struggle because I'm assuming we continue this work today in the ministry to each other? How do you practically toil and struggle in the strength of another who is toiling and struggling in you? And we've already seen part of the answer, namely you got to know something. And what you got to know Is what we saw in 1 Corinthians 15 10 and what we saw in Philippians 2 12 and 13, namely, it is not I, but the grace of God that is in me. It is not I, but God who is at work in me. So yes, I struggle, but there is another struggling in me as I struggle to present my children My family, my church, my friends mature in Christ by teaching and warning in all wisdom. There's another at work within me. So how do you avail yourself of that? How do you do it according to that working? And here's the second thing. You have to know something, and then you have to pray for that to happen. And I say that because over here at the end of Colossians, we get this very word struggling Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, Christ Jesus, greets you, always struggling, same word, always struggling, only now, look how he does it, on your behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in the will of God. Prayer is where you look away from yourself to what God can do and you can't do. He's struggling in prayers. He's looking away from himself to God to act. So I say the second key to struggling and toiling when another is struggling and toiling in you is to look away from yourself consciously. Ask God to do this. Be at work in me. And the third is faith. Look at this amazing passage, verse in Galatians 3. Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works, there's that word from Colossians 1.29, God is working as he works in us. The Spirit, does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, Do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? And the understood answer is faith. We trust the truth that we've heard. We trust the promises. We trust the gospel. We trust the word of God. We trust the mystery. We trust Christ to do what he said he would do. So these three things, this is. This is Galatians 3, 5, and this is Colossians 4, uh, what verse was it, 12. So those are three ways that we toil and struggle, that Paul toiled and struggled according to the working of Christ in him. Now, why? Let me end with why is it crucial that we not just toil, and not just struggle, but that we do it in the strength that Jesus and God supply. Why? And here's the answer. 1 Peter 4.11, whoever serves, let him serve as one who serves in the strength, by the strength that God supplies. It is so crucial that when we serve, we serve in the strength, by the strength, looking away from our strength to his strength. Why? In order that in everything God may be glorified. If you serve without any conscious reliance upon God working and serving in you, you're going to get the glory for yourself. But if you have a deep, profound, reliant, childlike, humble dependence on God working in you, then God will be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. So yes, we, we join Paul in proclaiming Christ. We warn and we teach and we do it in all wisdom and we do it in power, not thinking that because Jesus is working his works in us that we don't work, but that we toil and we struggle by his power, because we know that's the way it works, and we pray for him to do it, and we trust that he will.